Life Audio. Hi, everyone. I'm excited to share a segment from the podcast Life After Addiction, hosted by Adam Comer and Ryan Chedester with you. This show promotes Christian values and is all about the recovery process from a biblical worldview. If you like what you hear, I encourage you to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You can also listen for free at lifeaudio.com. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Do you believe in life after addiction? You better believe it. Now, the host of Life After Addiction. In the United States of America, we use 80% of the global opioids in the world. 80% of the global opioids. Mm, That's crazy. The United States of America is 5% of the global population. So it begs the question, are we in just in a lot more pain in this country than other countries? I don't think so. I, I, and, I'll, and I'll circle back after you talk, but I, I know that we're not, not in more pain, right, yeah. in our country than, than other countries. And so that's kind of the baseline of what we're wanting to talk about today. There's, there's, it, it's probably going to be – it's just something to address. We're going to address things biblically too inside of this, um, but that's where we're at. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. In a secular world, most people would say MAT, meaning medically assisted treatment, meaning these guys should be on Suboxone, these guys should be on methadone, these guys need to be on some sort of pain management um, curriculum in order to stay sober. Well, we know that's a lie. Why? Because I lived that life myself. I've seen what the power of Christ can do in a man's life. I've seen men come here on methadone and leave free from those things and realize, hey, this is not something I need to stay sober. Or even the fact that this isn't something I need for my pain. I Let me add to that. Because not only I'm in agreement with him, but not only can we share our own personal story inside of that, but we also have five years, a decade of experience of working boots on the ground Mm -hmm. with these men coming into treatment. And here's what we're seeing every year. And the numbers getting higher because MAT is the standard. And now we're seeing that the fruit of that after a couple of years, every year, more and more people are coming into our program to get off of the drugs that they were given to get off of the drugs. Amen. So they're radically addicted. And I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. We haven't discussed. I didn't know we were going MAT route. I liked I liked that what you did there. But correct me with, um, if I'm wrong and then take over. In fact, the people that come in trying to get off of these MAT drugs, these maintenance medications, they say that the withdrawal and the, and the detox is like 
three times worse than heroin or three times worse than just the pain pills. And this is the drugs that they were given and told that you could get off of these drugs, but they become highly addictive and all of a sudden it needs more and more and more. Same old rat race. Right. And they're managing a pain that I don't even know if it exists. Mm. You know what I mean? It's managing something that after a man has gone through the withdrawal phase, there's no need to manage pain any longer than that. But you're seeing it be prescribed in heavy dosages and put in, put, uh, putting these men on it for a year, two years, three years, five years, ten years. And it's like, what pain managing are you doing other than getting a man hooked to this drug? Because yeah. that's exactly what's happening. I've witnessed countless men withdrawing, shaking, shivering, can't even sleep from methadone, yeah. from suboxone. It's like in their bones. From these drugs that are supposed to help you in some form or fashion get off another drug, but all it does is get you addicted and keep you on something. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and here's what I'll say too, and I don't know if you can relate, but I mean, I was introduced to pain medication because I had a back injury. Yeah. Um, and it was never, it was never doctor prescribed. It was a medicine cabinet. Hey, this will help. And didn't feel dirty. Didn't feel like stealing. It was like, Hey, this will help. And then I took it and I was like, Ooh, long story short, man, our brains are very, very powerful. God gave us a, a brain that is unlike any of all creation. Yeah. So much so that our brain, my brain was telling me that I was in pain like severe pain. And, and and I'm not speaking for everyone because there is legitimate chronic pain that needs to be addressed. I'm just challenging to what degree of narcotic that needs to be addressed. So, so hear me out. And, and I hope this relates and I hope maybe this is hope for someone. I hope that this is hope. Legitimate injury got hooked on pain medication and I was chronically in pain. In fact, that turned into, I couldn't even get out of bed I couldn't go to a meeting. You've heard me talk about it. I couldn't make a phone call yep. until I had the drug. Yep. But the justification was I'm in pain and I need it. And it was real. Like I felt it. To where at some point I stopped taking it, right? Got, got, God saved me, set free. I never had a surgery to fix my back. Like this was years of drug addiction and pain. It wasn't like, oh, I stubbed whatever. And I just healed up with a good ice pack and that's why you didn't have any pain. It was years of this pain to where now I'm off that medication that doesn't have its hooks in my brain and the receptors. And man, I've never had a surgery to this day. And mm. I'm not, I mean, it, do I have pain in my back sometimes? Yeah, sometimes. But you know what takes care of it? A leave. Yeah. Leave. Yeah. <laughs> Knocks it out, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I know that's not, I know that there is chronic pain stories and I wouldn't classify it, but I would say the vast majority of people struggling with this that are truly feeling that are in pain. Hey man, give it a shot another way. Let your mind become clear. Let your mind get released of these hooks of these opioids that are lying to you. that are telling you that the opioid is the answer for most part of your life. Uh, try it another way. Try a non-narcotic um, route. Try, mm. uh, you know, all of these other situations that can be beneficial, chiropractor stretching. And maybe it turns out that you you didn't have as bad a pain or your body heals itself and, and your mind has released that you are okay. Yeah. Is that a similar with you or anything like that? No, I didn't ever get it prescribed. I didn't either. Um, and get addicted in that sort of way. Did I try and take things, I guess, for... No, I would be 
I would never say I took something because I was in physical pain and then got addicted to it. No. But what I will say is this, it's like, that's what's sad about getting opiates or pain, um, pills prescribed to you. It's like, that's the justification a man who struggles with addiction needs. The second I can get a doctor or convince a doctor to write me a script, I now am validated on why I need to be taking this drug and why I need to be on these pills. And it gets you in the door. And before you know it, a year's gone by, two years has gone by, three years has gone, five years has gone by. And I need this. I've convinced myself and now I'm able to easily convince others because this is from a doctor. Therefore you can't speak into what I'm taking because, because it is from a doctor and he has stated that I need it. Yeah. Same argument with alcohol is legal. Same argument with, the the other non-opioid pills uh and i just try to be careful not to say names because i know there's a lot of guys young in this walk and so i don't you know what i'm talking about i just don't need to say the name so yeah man i think so kind of circling back to um our answer uh let's dive biblically and and why that why we justify it biblically what we're saying is are we in pain more than the rest of the world is five percent of the world's population radically more in pain than the rest of the world yeah answer is no the way that we deal with pain is radically different um we numb right i think here in the united states man god has blessed this nation from its conception uh and we've turned from god uh for sure uh, I believe there is a movement happening. Uh, we, we've proclaimed from the, these seats, from stage, from just the feeling that God's from the rooms of recovery comes the revival of a nation. I also look and see the, a younger generation coming up just worshiping and praising God. So I believe there are some things happening. Uh, but we as a nation have dealt with pain um, and everything else radically different than we should. Uh, we shouldn't have to feel bad, right? Feeling bad, feeling pain, going through hard times. We don't deserve that. What's the answer? I'm going to numb it. I'm going to go for the cheap way out, the cheap substitute, Mm -hmm. the bootleg thing. Uh, And what is that? That's idolatry. What is that? That is uh, maybe our culture. You know, we've been a very successful country. Uh, and so we're, we're taught that, uh, we are all that matters and that our life is in shambles and this product will fix it. And so it's a very, um, uh, market driven, uh, you, something's wrong with you. Here's the answer kind of thing. Uh, but why do you think, why do you, when the Bible clearly says that we should have joy in trials, and yet we see a trial as such a bad thing all the time. In fact, we're going to numb it. How would you respond to that? Obviously, that's a train wreck waiting to happen, that we're in the midst of the train wreck now. Speak on that from like a biblical worldview uh, and how we're dealing with things when Christ says come to him. Right. I, I think we've become a generation that is very soft and always looking for shortcuts and yeah. the short way, the easy way out of certain things. I'm going to read this from first Peter chapter four. This is verses one and two. And it says, since therefore Christ suffered in the flesh, arm yourselves with the same way of thinking for whoever has suffered in the flesh has seized from sin. So as to live for the rest of the time 
in the flesh no longer for human passions, but for the will of God. And I think a lot of people, man, they're not willing to suffer. And I don't even mean Mm. suffer for the sake of sin. I mean, suffer for righteousness sake. I mean, suffer to become holy, to become righteous as the God, as God calls us to walk. Um, I'll use an example once again of like guys who come to our program. I'll see it a lot of times. Well, maybe not a lot of times. I was this myself, but I want to do the bare minimum and expect a maximum outcome. So I want to put in very little work. I want to read very little. I want to study very little. I want to pay attention very little. I want to hold on to all these selfish things and desires and ways in which God's called me not to live. But God, I want you to do everything for me. I want you to bless me abundantly. I want a a wife. I want a family. I want all these things, but I'm only willing to do very little. And I think we take that same. Because you deserve it, Ryan. And that's exactly what it is. We become a very, very entitled people as a whole and as a culture and that I deserve everything and therefore since I deserve it I shouldn't have to do but very very little or what I'm willing to do is all that I'm going to do and not anything more than that and so that whole methodology that whole mentality plagues us in every way imaginable man being a Christian is not easy it doesn't mean everything goes my way it doesn't mean every day is the best day it doesn't mean everything that I desire to happen is going to happen it doesn't mean everything I pray for is going to come to pass that's not what that means in fact there's a lot of suffering to endure now there's joy in the midst of the trials there's peace in the midst of adversity I have all those things in Christ but that doesn't mean it's easy I think we're a generation who looks like I said for shortcuts and everything to be easy and the second something gets hard it's like eh, i'm done yeah i can't do this anymore this has become way too difficult i just I'm, I'm, i'm tapping out if you'd like to keep listening to the episode preview you heard check out today's show notes for direct links i'll be back next week with a brand new episode of christian natural health thanks so much for listening hello this is dr doug grothuis host of truth tribe where we seek the truth through reason and evidence about what matters most And we are not tribal since truth is for everyone. Please join me at the Truth Tribe as I discuss the reasons for Christian faith, the Christian worldview, and moral issues such as abortion and gender ideology. To listen now, go to lifeaudio.com or search Truth Tribe on your favorite podcast app.